Three times in the Synoptic Gospels, Jesus predicts his arrest, his suffering, and his resurrection. He does it after the feeding of the 5,000. He does it after the Mount of Transfiguration, and he does it on his way to Jerusalem for the final time. Today, we're gonna to talk about Jesus predicting his death and resurrection. Hi, this is Robert Furrow, and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell, and the comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. I wanna read the passage where Jesus predicts the things that are going to happen to him, and listen to the kind of things that he says. This is Luke 18, 31 through 34. Then he took the 12 aside and said to them, Behold, we are going to Jerusalem, and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be accomplished. For he will be delivered to the Gentiles and will be mocked and insulted and spit upon. They will scourge him and kill him. And the third day he will rise again. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them and they did not know the things which were spoken. So several things are said here. First of all, that he takes the 12 aside. There must've been a lot of people on their way to Jerusalem. This is the final time Jesus goes. He takes his disciples aside. And then he tells them all the things that are written about the Son of Man must be accomplished. And we learn in other places that the Old Testament and the New Testament have to be looked at through the lens of Jesus. All things that were written were written about him. Listen to what it says in Hebrews 10, seven. Then I said, behold, I have come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do your will, O God. Everything in the law and the prophets speaks of Christ. You must look at him when you're studying the entire scriptures. And Jesus doesn't just come out of the blue with these things that are going to happen to him. He's talking about prophecy. It says, first of all, that he will be delivered to the Gentiles. Now, he was betrayed by Judas, and in that way he was delivered. He was delivered by the Jews to the Roman authorities, and in that way he was delivered. And there's been a lot of anti-Semitism that has come out of that. But the truth is, is that God delivered Jesus to suffer for our sins. It was God who delivered him. We just played our part. If you want blame for who sent Jesus to the cross, it's not the Jewish people, it's every one of us. It's all of us that have sinned. Listen to Isaiah 53:10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. God delivered him over, and Isaiah 53.10 is the Old Testament, foretelling the work of the cross and what God was going to do on the cross. We also see that all of these other things are talked about in the Old Testament. For example, it says, he will be delivered to the Gentiles, he will be mocked and insulted and spit upon. Listen to Isaiah 50 verses five and six. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who plucked out my beard and I did not hide my face from the shame and spitting. So here we have the Old Testament saying exactly what Jesus is saying. He's telling them what the Bible says. Specifically in Psalms 22, 
where we have the crucifixion of Jesus spoken a thousand years before crucifixion was invented, and it gives great detail. I want to read Psalms 22 to you. Listen to what it says. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths like a raging, roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all of my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue clings to my jaw. Jesus said, I thirst. You have brought me to the dust of death, for the dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all of my bones. They look and stare at me. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O strengthen me. Hasten to help me. We know that this is Jesus because Psalms 22 starts with, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I believe that Jesus, being fully human, went into shock. And by going into shock, he experienced what any human would experience. Let me read to you Isaiah 53 as well, because Jesus talks about these in his prediction. This is Isaiah 53, verses 1 through 10. Who has believed our report? And whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him like a tender plant, as a root out of the dry ground. He has no former comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to slaughter. And as a sheep before the shearers is silent, so we open not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare to his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. This tells us that he actually died. But listen to what it goes on to say. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken, and they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence, nor was there deceit in his mouth, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief when you make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Certainly as Jesus predicts his death, he has this passage in mind. He talks about the suffering. He talks about the grieving. He talks about the resurrection. Because even though he's cut off from the land of the living in Isaiah 53, yet his days are prolonged. There's another passage that talks about the resurrection as well, and that's Psalm 1610, which says, you will not allow your Holy One to see corruption. All of these things were foretold from the Old Testament. Critics are critical of Jesus foretelling his future like he didn't really do it, forgetting that Jesus was quoting from the Old Testament. He was looking back further by looking at what was written about him and the things that he would go through. The fact that Jesus was crucified, and there are historians, not biblical historians, but there are historians from the first century that mention that Jesus was crucified under Pontius Pilate. 
the fact that he was crucified and that these things were foretold about him is why the prediction of Jesus is so important. He's pointing us back to prophecy. He's showing us that the Bible foretold things and that these things didn't just happen to him. The same is true in our life as well. God has told us how he's going to work in our lives. And if we trust him, we can face any difficulty and hardship. And that's why Jesus predicting his death is important to the disciples who would have to experience it, but also important to us as well.